From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Some areas of southern Ohio are again showing up on the Ohio Department of Health's list of counties where the coronavirus is most active. Dave James reports. In recent weeks, the list was made up of counties in northeast Ohio, and before that it was dominated by counties in the northwestern part of the state. The map has shifted dramatically. The current top five for COVID case rates are Pike, Marion, Athens, Scioto, and Muskingum. They all have case rates now more than three times as high as Cuyahoga County, which includes Cleveland. In fact, Cuyahoga is now 86th highest of Ohio's 88 counties. Dave James, ONN News. The bottom five for new COVID case rates are in order from 84 through 88, Ashtabula, Lake, Cuyahoga, Geauga, and Holmes counties. As the Omicron variant of the coronavirus levels out in some of the previously hard-hit areas of the state, the governor is shifting soldiers to new parts of Ohio to help fight the pandemic. Andrew Kinsey has more. The Ohio National Guard is moving around the state to expand resources for COVID-19 testing, according to Governor Mike DeWine. The new changes will help support for testing locations northeast and southwest in Ohio, specifically Cincinnati and Springfield. Here locally, some National Guard members are helping out at Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Intel's decision to build the world's largest microchip-making operation in the Columbus suburb of New Albany has Ohio State's nearby branch campus in Newark making adjustments. Yolanda Harris has more with Associate Professor Amy Olstadt. Starting in the autumn of 2023, the OSU Newark campus will offer a bachelor's degree in science and engineering and technology. The school says a graduate who completes the course could command a salary of more than $60,000 a year. It's intended to be more hands-on. It's tend to be more controls focus and automation focus and really give students a combination of skills to work in manufacturing. Intel says it will need 3,000 employees in the next 10 years. I'm Yolanda Harris. An Ohio Turnpike snowplow driver is on administrative leave following events that happened near Sandusky on Sunday. Lena Lai explains. Harrowing accounts of a turnpike snowplow in Erie County hurling heavy slush over the median wall and into oncoming traffic. Came through the windshield. My son knows is all caved in. The Ohio State Highway Patrol says 41 cars and trucks were hit with the slush and or crashed because of it. At least 12 people were injured. None though seriously. Next, the Erie County prosecutor will review the investigation for any potential criminal charges. I'm Lena Lai. A member of the governor's cabinet has COVID-19. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose has canceled public events this week. That's because he tested positive for the virus. The state's elections chief says he began experiencing very minor symptoms Sunday. Then Monday morning, he took a rapid test and tested positive. Governor DeWine was at an event with the Secretary of State at a redistricting meeting. DeWine's office told Cleveland.com the governor will not quarantine because the two were not in close contact. In Northeast Ohio, officials in Portage County recently made a large discovery during the execution of a search warrant. Tracy Townsend has more. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, along with the Portage County Sheriff's Office, searched a home near Ravenna on Friday and said they found 20 firearms and about 5,000 rounds of ammunition. They say the unidentified suspect is prohibited from possessing a firearm due to previous convictions for felony drug trafficking and drug possession in Portage 
Rutledge County. The U.S. Attorney's Office is now investigating the case. Tracy Townsend, ONN News. A Trump-aligned Republican and an underdog progressive Democrat are taking an unusually early step in their campaigns for the U.S. Senate. They're holding a debate. The odd matchup between Josh Mandel, a former GOP state treasurer and lawmaker, and Democrat Morgan Harper, a former consumer protection lawyer and congressional candidate, is being held Thursday. It comes before either party's competitive primary has been decided, so it's unclear what purpose the event may serve beyond a bit of publicity. But the candidates said in an unconventional joint press release they want the event to be about ideas and informing voters. Ohio has settled a lawsuit against Volkswagen over the company's 2015 emissions scandal for $3.5 million. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost says his agency and the Ohio Environmental Protection Agency will split the money and use it to work on other environmental protection cases. The settlement came after the Ohio Supreme Court ruled last year that a federal law didn't preclude Ohio from suing the automaker for cheating on U.S. diesel emission tests. The U.S. Supreme Court then declined to hear Volkswagen's appeal, paving the way for the settlement. Volkswagen said the settlement allows it to focus on the future. And an Ohio native has an impressive streak on the game show Jeopardy. Dave James has the story. Amy Schneider has now won 39 straight games on Jeopardy. The Dayton native, who now lives in California, has passed Ohio State grad Matt Amodio for the second most consecutive wins in the show's history. Ken Jennings, who's now a host of the show, holds the record of 74. One of the latest contestants to fall to Schneider was Joanne Mercer, a registered nurse from Toledo who was on yesterday's show. Dave James, I went in news. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.